Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I hope everyone is doing well. I would imagine that everybody is safe. Although some parts of the world are more restrictive than others, uh, we are pretty, um, I don't want to say restrictive, and I don't want to say that we are um, loose either. Um, We're pretty much in the middle, you know, Uh, we can go and come as we please. School is in session four days a week. Wednesday is uh, is virtual learning. And, you know, this pandemic, I hope, is, you know, gradually uh, lessening. I don't see it coming to an end anytime soon, unfortunately. But hopefully things can start to loosen up a bit. But you can see with colleges and universities there is an uptick in the number of cases and that's with large crowds so you know sport sporting events and conferences and things uh, that's certainly going to be put on hold Um, I bring this up because it should keep us focused in what we need to do as online marketers, as affiliate marketers specifically, our job is to work on a computer and generate income from that computer. So the outside world really has no bearing on us in the sense of our ability to do what we do. Now, don't get me wrong, uh, there are variables in everyone's lives that they have to deal with as far as children, spouses, in-laws, and parents, and taking care of things, but we need to have uh, a set stage of principles and things that you are uh, guided by, and that's that's the importance. Today, Matthew Kelly tells us, we've all heard it before, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. We should listen twice as much as we speak. You know, and that's a very easy concept to understand, but a difficult one nonetheless to put into practice. You know, and for me, especially when it comes to praying uh, in a certain respect. But how hard is it for me to have a conversation with someone and just let that person talk and speak? It's very difficult because sometimes I want to, you know, add to their point or I want to make a separate side note to that and and I'm conscious of it now I'm, I'm letting them speak but 
am I listening to them? Or am I waiting to say, okay, when it's my turn, I'm going to say this, this, and this, you know, which is the wrong thing to do. We need to be listening with our ears intently for, you know, a lot of the things that are around us. Now, we we would go absolutely berserk if we listened to every single thing around us, you know. Uh, what I'm saying is we need to pay attention to, you know, our, our tasks at hand and putting the um, proper foot forward in response to our listening. Um, you learn so much by listening as opposed to speaking, right? Now, yes, there's an exception to the rule, and someone always chimes in or shoots me an email. You know, I've listened, I've, I've learned a lot by speaking, and you know what I mean? Of course, sure, but a majority of the time, we learn a lot more when we listen, and we listen intently, not just here, not just listen, but listening intently. Um, he made a good point, Matthew Kelly. You know, he said, when we start asking God for advice, direction, inspiration, and guidance, this is a significant moment in our lives where we can really grow exponentially you know most of us pray asking for things and again asking for advice is, is part of it asking for direction you know is part of it inspiration and guidance absolutely um, but it's not just about asking for certain things to happen certain people to be healed there is more to prayer than that and I bring this up to affiliate marketers because a lot of you folks are stuck you're stuck as far as generating traffic uh, your email campaign copywriting you're having some difficulties. Well, that's a perfect opportunity to not just ask for the cure-all and for you to have copywriting skills, but ask for advice and direction and some inspiration and guidance as to where to go with those particular areas that you're struggling with. You know, there's... There's a lot of famous people in this world and a lot of us get awestruck by these famous people and what we would say to them if we've met and what we would ask them. Why don't we think about what we would say and ask God when we enter in the classroom of silence? with him just some food for thought there 
our friend Darren Hardy. He um, had a title today of his video email, Warren Buffett's Three-Step Focus Process. And Darren said, every open item, unfinished project, and unchecked box on your to-do list is a drain on you. It actually is a, a burden, if you will. And Darren said it best when he said, never put off for tomorrow what you can, I thought he was going to say, do today. But he said, what you can cancel. You know, never put off for tomorrow what you can cancel. I said, oh, isn't that interesting? And he went in to explain Warren Buffett's three-step process. And the first step is, well, every step is very simple. The first step is writing down everything in your head, all the projects you have, the deals you have, the meetings, the appointments, uh, the numbers that you have to, to um, calculate and enter into um, the system, you know, things you have to track, all these things. Get everything in your head, write it down on paper. And then the point is to get it all down in an organized fashion as best you can. And that's it. Just get it all down on paper. It doesn't have to be any particular size, color. Just get all the points down on paper. And then step two would be to circle the three most important and valuable items on the list. Circle the three most important items on the list. And that seems pretty good, you know. That makes sense to me. That's prioritizing, if you will. And then step number three is, aside from those three circled items, throw the rest of the list away. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of you might be like, whoa, no, hang on a second. You know, the fourth thing that I would circle wasn't as important, but certainly needs to be done. Have it thrown away. Don't think about it anymore. And his point is, you do these three important tasks, the rest is thrown away. When you make the list tomorrow, if that item you think is so important, it may make the list. 
of the circle three. But Darren says sometimes his doesn't even make the list in general, never mind the circle three. So that's something that we need to be uh, conscious of is how important and what type of value we put on some of these unimportant, unimportant, unproductive tasks. So, basically summed up this way. Do you have courage that's needed to throw away the list? And, and most of us, quite frankly, we do not. You know what I mean? If, if we are, especially me, OCD, and just so darn organized then he said okay what you can do is you may want to review the list and just pick two or three to throw away if you're not going to throw away the entire list so now you have your circled three and then you have maybe your boxed in three to throw away and give him the heave-ho. And folks, it's as simple as that. Um, those three three steps are, are relatively easy, you know. You, you get everything down on paper. You circle the top three priorities. Then you throw away or circle or s square up three to be thrown away you know in 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 simple steps like this folks are everywhere throughout our businesses you know we should have a just like we have a healthy morning routine i hope everybody does and a and a healthy uh, bedtime routine we should also have healthy morning and evening routines for our business and they should be healthy did I mention that they should be healthy <laughs> they, sh they should be healthy and those are items that you know for me tracking my numbers and um, generating comments on Facebook uh, there should be a time limit to those and if you're only able to do you know 10 posts then so be it if you're only able to do four posts so be it in the allotted time area and that's how we should be running, you know, our lives in a certain respect. I, you know, run my nighttime routine similar to how I get out of bed. You know, I'm in bed at 9 p.m. I know I'm an old man, for crying out loud. At least that's what my wife calls me. But, and my teenage kids call me. I'm not even 50 yet. For my mental health, my bipolar, it, it, it's important for me to get 
um, eight hours of sleep. And by being in bed for 9 p.m., that gives me um, nine hours of potential sleeping time. But if you count the times I wake up and use the bathroom, this, that, and the other thing. I'm up at 6 a.m. on the nose. Well, at 8.15 p.m., you know, the bedtime routine starts. I'm making sure that, you know, I should have been off that computer of mine um, at least at 8 o'clock. Sometimes I'm on it at 8.30, but, you know, that's an exception to the rule. But getting on that computer, uh, excuse me, getting off the computer and getting locked in and ready to um, read is important. Might have a, a piece of fruit, some water, say goodnight to the wife. She'll come up and tuck herself in next to me usually an hour after I go to bed, or an hour and a half or so, I say goodnight to the kids, and that's the deal. That's the structure. It's it's locked in. There's no, you know, ifs, ands, or buts. Now, yes, there's going to be times when we have a function that we had to go to, or uh, we'll have some type of an event that keeps us out of the house, and we get in around... 9 o'clock or 9.15, say 10 o'clock, whatever it might be, you know, we just make the adjustments accordingly, you know. And when I uh, lay down, I'm reading, you know, a nice spiritual uh, book as well as the Bible and then a uh, devotional to St. Mother Teresa. So all these things are in my head ready to roll and I share this with you all of you today because if you have those things in place everything else runs much smoother it, it really truly does you know if you can bookend your days uh, with healthy activity you know the, the the middle of the day in between will generally run a lot smoother um, I have found that personally to be the case. Doesn't it takes a you know a bit? Takes maybe a a month or so, maybe less. But once you have it in force, you're ready to roll, baby. Okay, so I will leave you with that. In the meantime, I will check in with you soon. And in the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye now.